Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are hanging out with DJ Rock Lobster for a little pop culture jeopardy. Have you guys been celebrating a National Be an Angel Day? We forgot. Oh, well, it's not too late. I think I have a friend who's celebrating Wasp Day at her house and just had to call Plunkett. Oh, really? <laughs> Did you see, I saw some story about some invasive hornet that just uh, came to the United States, so look forward to that. Oh, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's not that one. Okay, well, let's hope yeah. not. Plunkets could take care of it, though. Yes, right? Plunkets. Well, anyways, today... On the uh, list of uh, dumb holidays. Be an angel day. They encourage you to do good deeds and be kind to one another. Let's just do that every day. But to celebrate, I found some movies and TV shows that featured angels. Okay. And I'm going to ask you about them. Are you going to like read us the I am? No, I'm actually mixing it up. It's just going to be crazy. You never know where it's going to hit you. Okay. We'll start with this one. We're going to hit you from 1946. Perhaps the most famous angel in pop culture history is from the movie Gabriel. It's a Wonderful Life. What was the name of George Bailey's guardian angel? Wasn't it Gabriel? No. Not in this one, no. Um, Helen. <laughs> it was not Helen. It was a, it was a gentleman. I believe... Um, I can just hear him saying it. Starts with a C. Charlie. No. Chuck. Um, no. Um, Are we on a first name basis here or last name? Uh, just first name. Let okay. me see if I uh, if can get him saying it. There's a, let's see, there's a... Are um, we thinking of the actor who says no, it? The, oh, the, Jimmy the, Stewart's character. No, the angel's character. No, the angel's. No, I know, but Jimmy calls on the angel. He, he talks to the angel on that bridge. That's right. And he jumps in mm-hmm. to save this angel. Connor. Yeah. Ooh, um, begins with a C. Let's say there's a Supreme Court justice with this Clarence. guy's name. There it is. Oh, Here's Clarence. Well, who are you then? Yeah, who are you, Clarence? Clarence Oddbody, AS2. Oddbody. AS2, what, what, what's that? AS2. Angel, second class. <laughs> there you go. Clarence. All right, I would never have gotten that without the clues. Nope. Well, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. I bet you'll get this one. Jill, Sabrina, and Kelly were all Teenage the names witches. of what? 19... Charlie's Angels. Yes, exactly. Yes. There they are. But I took them away from all that, and now they work for me. My name is Charlie. Charlie. Jill, Sabrina, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, which one was Farah? Jill? She was Jill, Jill, I think. I think so. She was gone by the season two, I yeah. think. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That, that boy, she made a splash. Yes, she did. She went on to greater heights, I think. Not a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was her big. That, that was, was the, that remember. was it. That and and then poster. she made the Burning Bed, you know, she, movie. But she really and then died that poster soon. did everything. Yeah, right. she didn't need to act. Yeah, well, I don't know that you make that much money from a poster. I don't know, but she had a very she was everywhere. Tumultuous love life because she was married to the six million dollar man, Lee Majors, and he was kind of. Um, he didn't want her to work that much. And then the, the whole Ryan O'Neill thing. Ugh. Yeah. Lots of 
lots of drama. Mm-hmm. Lots of drama. She did have lots of drama. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Redmond, we haven't heard about or talked about Redmond, her son, with Brian O'Neill in years. I hope he's okay. I do too. Well, let's keep it in the All late right. 70s. Do you remember the film uh, Heaven Can Wait? Of course. Beatty. Yes, he dies. He goes to the afterlife, comes back in another body. Mm-hmm. Both of his earthly characters play what? Football. Pro- professional sports position. Football. Quarterback. There it is. Yeah. For the L.A. Rams. I'm not supposed to be here. But you are here. Well, you guys made a mistake. There is no mistake. But anybody can make a mistake. James Marsden? uh, No. No. Uh, James Mason. Mason. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, that movie's got some big names. I love that movie. Ian Buck Henry. uh, I think Elaine May Rhoda. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why I liked it. He was so good looking in that. Yep. He was. It was kind of an old-fashioned rom-com. I liked it. For Mm -hmm. sure. Julie Christie. Yep. I think that's Mm -hmm. who he fell in love with. Uh, I think Charles Grodin's in it. Yeah. Oh, Cannon. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, got, it's got some people mm-hmm. in it, some 70s all-stars. Uh, but I'm going to take you to the 90s here. Can you name the CBS show that ran from 90s? Touch by an angel. Roma Downey. Correct. Someday, can an angel help a condemned team save his little brother from death row? He doesn't have to end up in here. Get out of here, lady. Touched by an angel after 60 minutes, CBS Sunday. There it was. Three to two, very close angel mm-hmm. game. Very close. Uh, we'll go to this one. Can you name the 2003 HBO miniseries directed by Mike Nichols? Guardians of Angel America. Angels of oh. America. Yep. No sound bite there. But that was, that's pretty intense and great. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, uh, three episodes, maybe? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that, uh, it's, that's Based quite on a play. By uh, Tony Kushner. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this? In the 1988 movie The Naked Gun, California Angels outfielder Reggie Jackson was programmed to kill what royal family member? The, queen? the prince. Yes, it was the queen. It was the queen. I was thinking that would be too obvious. The queen. The queen. I must kill the queen. I had friends that loved these. Yeah, those are funny movies. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll uh, keep it in the 80s here. The song Earth Angel is being played by Marvin Berry and the Starlighters at the 1955 Under the Sea Dance at Hill Valley High School. Rydell High. George Fly kisses no. Lorraine and suddenly Marty and his siblings. Oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. There it is. The siblings appear on the family photo and all is saved. Grant would have got that right away. Totally. That's like my uh, boy's favorite movie so far. Back to the Future? Yeah, he loves it. And I think it's going to be in theaters it, um, here and there um, this fall. I don't is it? Oh, it is it? Yes. It's on Broadway it's like, right now. Well, what's 85? What's 2023 minus 85, 15? It's like the 40th anniversary or something. Mm-hmm. 45th or something. I'm not good at math. Yeah. But don't ask us. Don't ask that. us. We aren't either. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to the 90s, 1996 Nora Ephron film. Michael was about the archangel Michael. Oh, yes, John Travolta. Correct. Here is a clip of that. Do you see an angel? I like that. Mm-hmm. I did, too. But I don't think I do. Then how could I be with them? <laughs> uh, That's William a good Hurt, movie. Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. Nora Ephron directed and John Travolta. Does some dancing. He dances in a lot of his movies. Yeah. He can move. He can move. And he can dance. Wow, we're kind of burning through these. Yeah, it's five to four. It's very close. That's like already nine questions. Good thing I never had that many. 
but I did write a 10th today, so let's get okay. to it. Fridley Zone, Brooke Elliott, stars uh, starred in a Lifetime TV oh, show. Oh, no, I know this. Um, Drop Dead Diva. Correct. Drop Dead <laughs> Diva. No I love this show. She's back. Why do I feel bloated? As somebody else. Your name is Jane. This doesn't work for me. You're my guardian angel. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Okay, make me skinny and hot. I'm an angel, not a wizard. It's that is that was the cutest. My, I watched it with my boys actually. That's a cute one, and she's in Sweet Magnolias right now, which oh, is, is on is? yeah Netflix. Yeah, is I don't know she was from here. Do you have yeah. her? Has she been on the show or anything? Twice. Really? Mm, she calls me all the time. No, <laughs> no. She's really. I like her. She's good. Drop Dead Diva was so fun. That was a fun show. It, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, boy, usually it would take all the whole segment to go through nine questions. We just went through like ten in five minutes. You guys are good today. And it's tied. I know. Five. Well, gee. All right. Well, let's go to a tiebreaker. All okay, right. Tiebreaker, um, Rocco. Look, um, got the are you coming to the fair Friday, Rocco? Yeah, I'm going to come out there awesome. for all your games. Oh, good. All right. So I think Friday maybe we'll do we'll do some finish the line for some of the bands. We have some see. other people who are going to play for us. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. How about this? I'll read you the IMDb uh, of a movie from 1994 starring... Danny Glover and a young, uh, what's the guy's name from, uh, also Tony Danza and a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, when a boy prays for a chance to have a family, if the California angels win the pennant, angels are assigned to make that possible. Angels in the outfield. There it is, Julius, for the win. Wow. This is, we have to record it. This never happens. (laughs) Very rarely. Maybe that was a uh, one ninety four. Did you have kids around that time or no? Ninety five. There you go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys watched that one. Ninety five and ninety six. Uh, was- I remember that movie, but I like couldn't think of the name. And yeah, I always forget that Joseph Gordon Levitt was a child actor. Yes, right. I kind of so forgot cute. too. Yeah, he was like a who cute was, kid. Who was the guy that was in um, Heaven Can Wait? James Corden. No, uh, wait. What's his name? Of which one? Um, Heaven Can Wait, the guy James that was... James Mason that we talked about? No, no, who is the funny, funny, funny guy? James Roden. James. He, he was like the one that was supposedly killed him. He's he, so yeah. funny, but his movies, because he did like um, Beethoven, didn't he? Correct, or he yes. did. He was funny. Super funny, and he passed away a few So years self-deprecating, hysterical on talk shows. Just super dry. Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. Super funny. He was good. Well, where were the B questions? Uh, well, You've got to be in a bonnet. Oh, the bees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, how's your friend doing with the bees? We're celebrating the bees and the angels. Okay, yeah. No, um, here's some of the ones I left out. Um, the Good Place, Saving Grace, Dead okay. Like Me, and Dogma. I wouldn't have gotten one of them, would you? That's why I left them out. Yeah, that's a good, probably a good answer. Songs I could have gone for. Yeah, Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, Juice. Uh, Angel of Harlem by you, too. Angel by Madonna. Ooh. And how about My Blood Runs Cold? My Memory Has Just Been Sold. So my, my Angel, Angel is, is My centerfold. centerfold. By the Jay Giles Band. I left yeah. all those out. But you guys did all right. Yeah. Thank you, Rocco. Yeah, we'll see you Friday at we the will. fair. See you Friday at the fair, and we're going to have a fill-in, Lori, and a fill-in, Julia, and then we will be the people's lifeline <laughs> okay. yeah, if, if they, they want help. They probably will ask you someone else. Okay, cool. I'll just <laughs> I'll run around the crowd with the microphone and get people to finish the line. We'll see. We'll Thanks. do the chicks. We'll do Keith Urban. We'll do Chaka Khan, Boys to Men. All the people playing at the fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much all for right. week one, and then week two we'll do it all over again. 
All right, thank you. Okay, bye. All right, bye. thanks, Rocco. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for El Burrito Mercado, authentic Mexican food and market. And we just want to know, Mexico on a stick at the State Fair? Yes, it will yes. be there. They are in the International Bazaar in the Minnesota State Fair. They're going to having a beautiful storefront with imported home decor, textiles, jewelry, cute Frida, and Calavera skulls items um they have beautiful beautiful things so they will be there as a storefront in international uh bazaar area and we want you to know if you've not had breakfast their authentic mexican breakfast option at el burrito mercado in st paul is beyond the chiquiles uh, are delicious uh huevos rancheros uh trezos and eggs so many side dishes but they also have great coffee and all these other things if you've not been el El Burrito Mercado ever. Oh my gosh, there's so much to see, do, eat, and buy there. You'll love it. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Grant. What hey. kind of dirt do you have for us? Well, we've got a few stories to get to here. We're going to start out with uh, what happened to Drew Barrymore in New York City. Now, we've had a lot of uh, incidents on stage where musicians have had things thrown at them. And, in fact, even one musician had someone come up and punch them in the face. Well, Drew Barrymore experienced a similar thing in New York's 92nd Street Y following an unsettling crowd disruption. Uh, so, basically, one of her known stalkers rushed oh. the stage during an interview and he, as he was rushing the stage, he said, you know who I am. I need to see you at some point in time while I'm in New York City. Now, they removed this gentleman who they say he said his name is potentially Chad Michael Busto. That's what he said as he was approaching the stage. But they also escorted Drew Barrymore off the stage during this event on Monday night following the crowd disruption. Yeah, she was leading a group discussion for, for Renee eight. Raps. Yep new out yeah it's that's new... all they can do is talk about other people about their music exactly so singer song <laughs> right Sing... right yep renee raps's new lp it's called snow angel in mm-hmm. fact and that's what yeah that's what they were just talking about and within a few minutes into their conversation a man in the crowd interrupted the discussion tried to come up on stage and have a conversation with drew barrymore very i mean that's not that's got to be scary mm-hmm. i cannot imagine how that would feel if anybody... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain we have a podcast called Blinded by the Item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just came and bursted in here with, hey, let's go. You know, it'd be very, very catchy off guard. But she is okay. And uh, that is good to hear that nobody was hurt in the incident. So... 
Um, Madonna, this is this has come out, and this is very cool. I would love to see this. Madonna is hoping, now that she's back, her tour is back on the road, or going to be getting back on the road, she's hoping to get newly single Britney Spears to join her on stage at her upcoming celebration tour, according to sources at page six. Well, I'm sure Britney would do that when she stops by, you know, the Forum or wherever she's playing in, in that's, L.A. That's what she would like Maybe to do. Maybe she'd go out I a think little that'd bit be on cool. the road. That'd be so fun. Yeah, that's what she's at. She was thinking, you know, to have her to appear in one of her five Los Angeles dates in March. She has five dates in March in Los Angeles, so that would be the optimum time. And Madonna particularly wants it to mark the 20th anniversary of their hit collaboration, Me Against the Music. Music. Oh, yeah. That came out in October of 2003. And if you remember, it was 2003 at the MTV Video Music Awards where Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, and Madonna shared that. Although, Madonna, story. we're going to hold you to doing your hits. Okay. We no kidding. Hits. No, it, which story is saying this deep cut we can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that song, but it's not one of her. Big hits, but it would be a moment. That would oh, be very. It would fun. be a moment. That would yeah, be very fun. that yeah. Regardless of whatever song, to see the two of them on. If you know if someone else is going to buy them from you, do you or go you through can... Ticketmaster. Then I actually bought mine uh, through the Excel. But for everybody else. But for everybody, it's the same thing. Okay, it's yeah. the same thing. Like if you can't make it, you just have a certain amount that amount of time to get your refund okay. back. Yeah. Because be- otherwise your tickets are good for that show. Yeah, and you can resell them second market if you can't make it that way. But, you know, whether... whether I'm you- not even good. Are you get- kidding? I, I I just figured out I've been using the wrong app to <laughs> download my tickets. There are too many apps, people. I was going to say, what's your quote there? Too many apps. Too many mm-hmm. apps. But There's al- too many apps. I also just want to mention that, uh, meanwhile, with all this going on, we have talked about this. Uh, she is getting ready. She's doing... She's healthy following her osp- hospitalization and bringing her entire crew over to London next month to prepare for her greatest hits tour, which launches October 14th at the O2 Arena in London. So mm-hmm. I'd love to see Madonna get this thing going and bring the one and only Britney Spears up on stage. But speaking of Britney Spears and how she's recently single, Sam Asgari is not taking too long to find his new home. Where well, is, I think where he's is been he? moved out for a while, but where is he living? Yeah, where is a good he? call. He's at what's called 10,000. It's a luxurious high-rise apartment building in Los Angeles with, according to the website, jaw-dropping views and rent prices. So on the low end a month, $10,000. On the high end a month, $65,000 a month to rent at this place called 10,000. Oh, yeah. How is he getting that? Money? There's even a wellness studio where a doctor right. comes in and gives you Botox. <laughs> where, where? How is he getting this money? Well, uh, possibly Brittany is paying for his rent, or he sold one of his car. I, I don't know, but she's yeah. happy to be rid of him. I think. Right. By uh, she does not seem like she's sad at all about him, and by all reports, he wasn't around a lot. And when he was, he was trying to boss her around. Yeah. And when he wasn't around, he was sending D pics and trying to pick up women at the gym. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. So I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe maybe he's in a demo apartment. Maybe he's living with his sister in this apartment building. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But uh, he can't certainly afford that no. rent on what well, he's getting paid. As an extra on, on the lioness. No. <laughs> that's funny. When I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, very, yeah. but yeah, you're right. There's, that's 10000 at the minimum to $65,000 a Ooh. month 
That's a lot of money. But yeah, okay. we'll we'll see where that goes. Now, um, uh, today our show page is posted with trailers, trailers, it trailers. Really it's a trailer palooza. It's a trailer palooza. And you know, I told you about the new American Horror Story recently. I also I brought. I want to bring this to your attention here in Frasier. We're getting a good look at what we can see and what we're going to expect with a new Frasier reboot over on Paramount and now for a little bit of time on CBS. This is something I think we're going to see more of a lot of these shows that were strictly meant to be released. They're going to put them on CBS because mm-hmm. now so the so we're going to get the 10 episode season will premiere on October 12th with two episodes. The first two being aired on October 17th on CBS at 915 Eastern time. So they're going to be trying to I, I think they're going to be. Well, they might as well. Right. They, they own don't the have streamer anything. And they have it. Yeah. yeah. And so the one interesting part is they gave out a little teaser trailer, and I can play it because it's okay. all musical. And now I'm the new outline is not Seattle. It is Boston. He is going back to Boston where Cheers took place for 11 seasons, which means we could have some fun cameos involved with this one. Is what Lilith, is he doing, though? Is Lilith in the picture with Frazier anymore? She's, she is in the picture. His her, Their son that they had together on Cheers is going to be a main character along okay. with Niles, if you remember the end yeah. of Frazier. Niles. Niles and his wife, Daphne. Daphne. Yeah, they David. Had, they had a child together at the end of Frazier, and that those so his nephew and his son are going to be living with him in Boston. But not Daphne but and not David. Daphne, but or... they're going to be coming back as oh, characters yes. from All time right. to time. So right. yeah, I mean, very, very. Yeah, I like it. I, I hope Trazer. they have. Good, I hope they had good writers and they mm-hmm. can make it work. Yeah, so do I. So there, there you go, and you can check out that. You, it's a new, it's an illustrative trailer over on the Lori and Julia show page where you see the new, the new skyline from Seattle to Boston. So I love that it's bringing back the Cheers aspect. So. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. I've said many times now telling you guys about this company that they are really truly there to help you out and not make a buck. This is a company that really puts their customers first and they want to make it as easy as possible for you when it comes to these home exterior facelifts that, let's be honest, they're not the funnest thing to do, right? So when you're going to be working with someone, you want to make sure you're working with someone that's going to have your best interests at heart. They're going to make sure you get the best overall products to choose from and they're going to make sure that you make the right investment because these can be big investments and that is the crew over at Hoffman Weber Construction. They have a really cool showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W that's kid and dog friendly so you can see all the different types of product lines on display and you can select what works best for your home and on top of that they're not going to pressure you in a high pressure one stop sale. They're going to walk you through the process from start to finish and they're going to handle all the pain that comes with insurance companies. Nobody wants deal with that so if you want the same experience for your home exterior facelift go to hwconstruction.com this is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer lori uh yeah everyone knows that doy oh boy well i thought i would share this in the area of children news happiness news and parenting news this seems like a dud to me, but they've done a study on it because they are, were worried about it. This is from the University of Essex. Are jittery parents taking all the fun out of their kids' play? Mm. Are modern parents stifling their kids' playtime? They mean well, but researchers at the University of Essex report all this monitoring, which is oh. more than any other generation, is hindering spontaneous play and development. I agree. It's called heightened intensity parenting. 
Oh. Helicopter? No, heightened no. is more than helicopter. No, helicopters. Julia did helicoptering, and many women have uh, My, that have that era. We did it. I, it didn't bug me at all. Yeah. But it's it was nothing compared to. Well, intensity. this is like we didn't have monitors everywhere. I didn't even have a monitor in the kids' room. You can monitor your kid at daycare and watch yeah. them on a film. Now you can do. You know, it's so different how much exposure you can have to your child twenty four seven. The University of Essex poses the question. In child childhood is when children learn the risks and dangers they of do. outdoor play. They're supposed say. to play in dirt. They're supposed to taste dirt. They're supposed to ride their bike to break. the next town without being yeah. worried about. But that doesn't happen anymore. No, they fall out of a tree and break their arm or something. <laughs> Maybe their brother hits them and they break their arm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things yeah. that happen. But there are, I do think, and they also did another study this morning about screen time with newborns and how it's... Very, very bad. It's so bad for their development with their speech good. and with their balance and with their brain. I mean, good, good. these computers, like these modern... things that used to be phones that are now computers yeah. that are everywhere just are, it is a modern thing, Lori. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're going to, they're going to find out. But that seems like a duh. That, Doesn't it? I mean, every new parent that I know, and I only know like two but I do know that they're very um, limiting with screen time. Yeah, yeah, and have been like with their eyes strain and everything. Only if they're absolutely desperate to get something done does the kid get a little bit more Baby Shark time or whatever the sure whatever show is for the age. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that the the modern parents are very conscientious, at least for the littles, that they know. That screen time is not correct. right. Okay, right. here is another one. This is uh, in the health and fitness category. What do you think in this study? The answer will be: Do fitness apps also boost your mental health? What would you well, think? Well, I I don't know about a, a fitness app. I'm turning the. Yeah, I, why not? Yeah, researchers at the University Exercise of British does. Columbia said they. They set out to find the answer by assessing the impact of exercise apps on the mental health of healthcare workers. And what did they discover? Sure enough, using your exercise app did help reduce symptoms of depression. And they divided, so mostly female nurses, they did two groups. And um, they had one group that got a free access to a suite of home exercise apps called Down Dog. <laughs> and then and then another group uh they had to just they were encouraged to do 80 minutes of their own moderate exercise mm-hmm. and what they found was that the exercise group using down dog uh which worked, is a yoga pose a yoga pose and different mm-hmm. things but they they said by offering accessible easy ways to exercise it could be a great tool for employers to support their staff's mental well-being I think this uh, researcher would like to see more workout places in the workplace. You have been preaching this, What Julie? have yes. I been preaching? Yes. I tried to get people to follow suit with me, and everyone's like, I don't... I said, listen, if we just could go out and walk on a treadmill in the winter around here for 15 minutes... Yeah, you've been... Yeah. The study it's, was published... It's a big deal. ...in yeah. the Journal of JAMA Psychiatry. Mm-hmm. The problem was the people that had to just exercise on their own were not as good as right. the ones that had an app. 
and well, all I mean, of that. And that seems like a yeah. duh. Yeah. Have it with the group. Have a thing. Yes. Have somebody motivating you, keeping accountable. you accountable, yes. which takes the stress out of your own body to tell you that you have to do it. So I'm telling you. I've never even food. heard of down well, dog exercise. It's yoga, cardio, and strength training. And that's for people who do things at home, probably don't belong to a gym. And I think for, you know, Apple Watch people, filling your rings every day is another form of accountability. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't want the pressure makes you feel better mentally or does it upset you? Exercise period. No, but if you don't fill up your circles, it doesn't bother bother you. No, it's a goal. I mean, that walking challenge that we did. Oh, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Oh no, Robbed I still am kind minute. of upset. I would be. To walk 27,500 steps and something <laughs> extra. I mean, that's a lot of walking. Are you and have seen some, anything and someone, untoward was going on during well, all of know. that? Someone entered theirs from like right after me with five more steps. I would like to investigate this. I, I tried. Would be the private detective. I tried. <laughs> But I mean, never be able to tell the truth. No, but I do like I do like seeing how much I've done. Yeah, you know, and I like to know that. Yeah. Okay. Now this is coming to us from the University of uh, Washington State, and they came up with size matters (laughs) for menus. (laughs) Good clarification. Bigger fonts nudge customers to make healthier meal choices, and uh, they're just this bigger fonts. It was in the International Journal of Hospitality Management. They're trying to provide restaurants with subtle cues because whenever anything is marked as healthy, people tend to think, oh, it's not going to be as good. But they 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 said uh, they, they did a study, and if you use some smart tricks, if you do the menu board and you put the lower calorie options in a bigger font more people will choose the Cajun tuna sandwich, the chicken club sandwich, the ultimate veggie versus the avocado avocado bacon burger, which at 850 calories is a stark contrast to the chicken club at 350. Wow. So people will do that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if the restaurant owner makes as much money on the chicken club <laughs> exactly. for three twenty and wants to keep well, that small. Well, that's not the price. That's not the no, price. No, I know, but I'm just saying, you know. They they just said I that would the agree. font size will, if you show the calorie content, uh, yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. I feel like we knew this a long time ago when we were on the air and they were first talking about having to have fast food restaurants put up the calories. I remember. They yeah. that, that was your That was your... Be in your bonnet for a long time. Long really? Time. You mm-hmm. liked it or you didn't like it? I wanted it. She wanted it because, because people I don't have any idea. Yeah, I'd, the, go, I'd go knowing I'm eating something real bad anyway. Well, so. I know, but maybe... But at least you're more informed. Yeah. Good call. yeah like for it, me, it did make me make different choices. It did. You know, yeah. it did. It did, yeah. Because you're, right. you're like, I, a Big Mac I mean, is 1,200 <laughs> calories? And Heidi Klum only eats 900, 900 in a day? a day? You're right, it does. I mean, it does make me... But when you want it, you want it. Yeah. But if for, I don't go anymore things. because they quit making salads. Yeah. Those shakers. In the pandemic. Yeah. They uh-huh. did. McDonald's quit their salads. Mm-hmm. And I used salads. to eat those all the time. Um, this is coming to us from Hokkaido, Japan. Have you just sat through a boring office meeting? Did it drain all your energy? Yes. Uh, what would you like to do? You would like a quick power nap? You'd like to walk on a treadmill? No. <laughs> uh, what they're doing is, in Japan, what they're doing is they're putting, standing up 
Japanese style oh, napping booths. I saw this. They're, not, they're like little foam booths, but they've got like a thing you'd kneel on to get. Yeah. You stand, you kneel, so you're not laying down. No. Nope. Carlson had a nap room. We did. That not very many people knew about. It was like mm-hmm. maybe for mothers and nurses, but I other went there. people would go and nap. But as a way to take a break, they came up with the idea that if you had stand-up booths and people had a little timer and they could just decompress for 20 minutes, this seems like a no-brainer. I but love it. Yet, I don't see a lot of companies investing in this. You know. Well, we only work at one. We yeah, haven't seen that one yet. We have a couch. Yeah, yeah. We you do. gotta have a couch. We've got our napping mm-hmm. room. But this thing is it's like you're kneeling, like you're going um to the chiropractor that yes. has the kneeling massage for your neck thing. So yeah. you kneel and then your back has um braced and then they've got this tray that you can rest your hands and your head on. Sleeping while standing allows you to go into sleep stage two. So you're breathing lightly. And you can sleep for 20 to 30 minutes, but you, when you wake up, you won't feel groggy or dizzy because the standing kneeling thing doesn't let you get all the way into REM. And working places probably don't want you to sleep longer than 20 minutes. That's exactly mm-hmm. right, Julia. That's exactly So anyway, maybe maybe a, an office pod will be coming to you soon. But in the meantime, do your level best to get out of as many meetings as possible. <laughs> that is my That's advice. been your strategy. And you're sticking to it. <laughs> this is the truth. All right. We'll be right back. You know what the most red is on the Star Tribune right now? What? A mountain lion captured on video oh, near Duluth. Duluth. I saw that. What? <laughs> yeah, a guy, oh. he lives like uh, around the Lincoln Park area, which is um, on the hillside, like the central hillside. And there's lots of, you know, streams and woods and you know it's it's kind of a rustic area my girlfriend lives there and they always see always see deer but they're up on there's a lot of bike trails up there and you know one time i drove to duluth and saw um a bobcat or what's the other animal cougar a a cougar (laughs) dart run across 35 like past barnum and it was kind of at dusk and a guy was passing me at the same time. And we both just, because it was just, boosh. Right. It moved so fast. And it just looked like a, it looked like a golden retriever without a tail. Right. So I knew right? it wasn't a golden retriever because a dog couldn't run that fast. Yeah, they, they. So, yeah, this guy has the camera and he, reg, on the regular, you know, sees bears and deer. But, um, yeah, they're around. They're around. There's only been fifty since since two thousand and four spotted. Yeah, but that seems like high forty seven too many. Right in the city, right <laughs> yes. in the city. But they're leaving you alone. Yes, there they're you leaving go. You alone. Okay, Brittany's brother is at no, her what is Calabasas that? mansion. I don't know. He's just maybe she want a family member. Uh, she got Sam to take the Doberman Pinscher mm-hmm. that he got two years ago, and she's keeping the four little dogs. According to sources, Brian, Brittany's elder brother, has per- periodically tried to support her mm-hmm. with her breakup by Sam by visiting her home to work out, offering assistance however she can. Mm. Um, he's treading on eggshells. I mean, no, this course. is this is really worded poorly, and that <laughs> uh, Matthew Rosengart, her attorney, and Kate Hudson, her manager, 
are also probably the two people big in her life that are helping her with everything right now. She seems fine to me. That's what he, they said. Brittany, this attorney says he doesn't think Brittany's mental health is particularly concerning. No. Um, there isn't any plan to step up her counseling or medical care. No. Uh, she's happy to yeah. be away from him. Yeah. So did the brother just show up on the on the brother cam? Well, yeah, or that, or maybe Brittany is letting us know, or maybe he's letting us know. Although I don't think he's in any kind of business or whatever. And you know, Brittany seems to be like she's baking. She's she's she, she's making eggs for her brother. Well, is the last Instagram okay. post? Wow. Yeah, and some flowers, and mm-hmm. you know, she's. Had the funny eggs the other day. I mean, she's not twirling as much now that he's gone. She's only made one twirling <laughs> video. <laughs> and then the topless Instagram. The signs of how you feel when you split up. When you stop twirling, twirling. you might be happy. That's right. You might be happy. I don't I don't know. <sighs> what the else? fair is starting. I, we haven't seen how hot it is. We haven't been outside since well, noon. Okay, I'll since tell you. Uh, 116 is the heat index, according to Ken Barlow. Oh, wow. 116, you guys, is wow. the heat de- index. That's that's pretty, Gross. pretty epically hot. Yeah. You know, it feels like, yeah, 116. And um, tomorrow we're going to have a 98, and then it's going to feel almost chilly on Thursday. It's going to be 88. Friday, yeah, your your, you know, sunnier shining thing than mine. Mm-hmm. We always call yours the positive weather report. The, uh-huh. Mine today says that it only feels like 108. Yeah, see, I've got the correct information. Oh, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Well played. Um, but so yeah, I am real happy about this fair forecast. Like that no concerts get it's just sun 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 and you know for minnesotans like saturday that's a big fair day only a high of 77 and oh, we're broadcasting yes. on saturday from one to three so that yeah that's a perfect fair day sunday then 80 you know minnesotans it would affect the fair if it's in the 90s the attendance we've been, we've there, been there when it's it's done that and minnesotans do not like Mm-mm. They do not like it. Mm-hmm. Julia and I are like, oh, feel it. But it is always 10 degrees hotter in the it fairgrounds. Is. Blacktop does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to get a bean burrito from El Burrito Mercado. And, they um, don't serve food there. Oh, they don't. No, they just have their store. The store. Well, then I'm going to get... Uh, Some salsa. I'm going to get... Mm-hmm. A cheese, a slice of cheese pizza from the pizza wagon. That place and the the and Midway, Midway Men's, Men's Club. No, oh, no. The cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the cheap beer. Can't wait. Yeah, oh. I know. How do you feel about being out there for the first time, Grant? This, I, as you guys know, I am beyond excited. And thank you for getting that wheel rolling for us. But that, uh, yeah, I am. It, this is a Julia and I dream were appalled true. that the producers were not going out there. We're like, if long-suffering Donnie Love, who hated the fair, <laughs> More than had to go out there every year <laughs> mm-hmm. for 18 years, and now we've got like all these new people that people want to meet. We're like, it makes no sense mm-hmm. not to have you guys out there. Yeah, I, I know Mike and myself, uh, Holly's had time out there, but Mike and myself, this yes. is a dream come true for us. We both went to radio school together. Brown, it's no longer around anymore. Yeah. And um, worked in different markets and now we get to come back to our home market and do what you know i used to come like i told you guys when i worked with you on that saturday i would come to the state fair just to watch radio so to be a part of it 
thank you for pushing that forward. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm so excited. So and the weekend shows are out there. Yes. And people are excited. Jason, I think, is Saturday, you and I, or the morning and afternoon shows are the first Saturday, and then the other shows. And Katie Canine is always yeah. very popular on Sunday because she did only start two months after us. That's she true. did. She's, She's got been. a shirt coming out too this year. And, and I think yeah. I think the shop girls too. And yeah. I think yeah. shop um, girls. Yeah. I think that weekly dish. We does. have a very cute low J fanny pack. That was <gasps> Julia's idea. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it yet. But I heard it's good. It's going to be twenty dollars. For like, how many T-shirts can our people expect to wear and buy? <laughs> I love the bag. I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. All right, we will be back tomorrow. Stay cool.